waiting on you to say, okay, something. I thought that you had another thing to say. No, I didn't. Well, we're here now, live. Oh, we on? Yeah, I would say in living color, but that's irrelevant. You can't see us. True. That's true, but we are audibly black. I came in here, and JD and the fam were watching Is It Cake? I never saw that. I mean, I I never seen it before today also, uh, but I mean... It's something that I saw happening on Twitter. You remember that week on Twitter where everything was cake? Did that happen before or after this show? Do you remember that? Was that, that? recently? Yeah. Within, okay, yeah, I think I did see it. Within it, the last no, that, that like, happened, couple months. That was happening because people were talking about that show. Well, yeah. I didn't know. I had yeah. no idea. I'm surprised you didn't see any murmurs of it on the internet. Because, I mean, it, it, it came up like those um, Netflix dating shows do where you're just like, Oh, are we all doing this? I didn't know everybody was doing this. See, okay, the circle is that what it is now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like, or whatever the new one is. They just came out. Everybody's talking about uh, the the dilemma, ultimatum. ultimatum. The ultimatum. Is it the yes. dilemma. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, it still is. Drums, please. You got mail. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Hello, Moto. Hello. I don't think they can handle it. What a time. Let's do it how we always do it with some going zones. With some going zones. What's going on? Firstly, hip-hop fans, 90s hip-hop fans, Wu-Tang fans, there is a Old Dirty Bastard documentary in the works for mm. A&E. Um, I know all the Jewish people from New York are about to be really excited about this. <laughs> um, we're going to get a look into his life as more on a more personal level. We're going to see him as a husband and a father. We're going to get a lot of exclusive footage. So, get excited. I mean, you want to find out how far he and Mariah go back? Um, exactly. And, exactly. And also, you know, I joked not too long ago about how um, I don't think black people listen to Wu-Tang like that. Really? My brother really love Wu-Tang. Um, he just bought the vinyl. Well, here's the thing. I do think there's a subsection of black people that definitely do. But I do think their fans are predominantly New York Jewish people, like New York Jewish kids. Like when I think about it for real, for real, the ones that know the bars, like I'll be at a set and play Cream and it's always some Jewish guys rapping every lyric, never a black guy. Black guy might be like, I mean, yeah, you got any biggie, you know what I'm saying? And I get that. But I do love Wu-Tang for what it's worth. It's just, um, you know, it's just a different kind of hip hop group than we've seen ever. For real. Our future was kind of like that. I do. I remember that. But that's the only thing we've seen anything near uh, Wu-Tang. So. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shaolin. Excited to see what actually went on with old Dirty's life. I'm just dirt dog trying to make somebody. So give me my streaks and give me my honey. Rest in peace to him. You can call me Dirty. And lift up your skirt. And you want some of this dirty? God made dirt, dirt bust your ass. 
Um, Ashanti just received her Hollywood Walk of Fame star on the heels of the 20th anniversary of her debut album. She's having the best week ever right now. Shout out to her. Yes, and I was telling Jazz the other day, she deserves that. Right? Pin game strong. He's got one of the best pin games in R&B, honestly. And you know what I was thinking about? This is the Ja Rule lyric that I feel like she definitely wrote. What's that? He says, um, yeah, I've been thinking about this relationship. Friend, I want to know, is it as good as it gets? Because we've been through the worst times and the best times. But it was our time, even if it was part time. I love that that lyric. It always sounds so good every time I hear it. And I'm like... One time I was like, Jairo killed that. And I was like, hmm. Or did Ashanti. Yeah, like <laughs> something about that gives me Ashanti energy. I'm weak because I believe you. And I'm mad because I love you. So I stop and think that maybe you can learn to appreciate me. Um, And I mean, I hope that's actually true because, again, you know. I, I mean, it's her pen on the song. And. So. It, make, it makes perfect sense. Like, I mean, it was a, a guy's part, but I mean, it was really. Ironically, for his voice, kind of really aesthetically pleasing on that track. I really like that song. What's my, what's my name? Are you Ellie? The last thing I want to mention is, um, okay, I know we have our qualms with them Kardashian girls. What is a qualm? <laughs> ain't that, ain't that like <laughs> an issue? Yeah. Maybe. You knew I knew what it was. I mean, but at the same time, I like the word. I wanted yeah. you to educate the people. Yeah, you know, I got some qualms with you people. Like, every <laughs> once in a while, like, you know, I ain't going to hold you, bro, but I got some qualms with you, fam. Number one, we got you issues. do this. It's official. You got issues. Yeah, we got issues. You, be, we you got, got issues. I got um, issues. You got issues. But I know we need a resolution. We need a resolution. <laughs> This went from when you tired of arguing, girl. Um, Kim Kardashian featured Tyra Banks and Heidi Klum in her latest drop for Skims, and that shit is fire. We yeah. know them as, you know, two of the most popular Victoria's Secret angels of the 90s. The women are next to 50 in age and looking amazing. So I thought that was well, like... Of 50. Next to like next to it's over there. They're almost fifty. They're about forty eight. Uh, okay, about forty eight. Okay, that's mm -hmm. fire. That's fire. I just thought that was such a dope concept. These women in their late forties, skims is shapewear, and it's just it was it's dope. I mean, you gotta you gotta give credit where credit is due. It's a dope campaign. I mean, I love the idea of her putting women to work, which is what they need to be doing. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. Okay. You 48? <laughs> you still gotta work, bitch. Okay? You still Yo, gotta get up and go to work. I don't want to be quoted uh, that out of sarcasm. It's sarcasm. I just wanted to be sure. Like, you know, just in case somebody hears that, like, loose, like, oh, damn, this nigga. You know they're gonna put it on the internet years yeah. from now, and it's just gonna be that part, <laughs> well, and they're gonna fry a, your ass. As a guy, as a male podcaster, I'm already a tad toxic for existing. The, the moment I open my mouth, I'm in women's business. Be careful. Whether you want to or not. Yeah, it sucks. But, you know, this is life we live. Be careful. Be mindful. Cause it might turn around on you. It's R. Kelly. I can't sing that song. It's sparkle though, right? Let's jump to some TV things. Television. 
Y'all know we talk about TV sometimes. Every now and then. This is Every one of those times. <laughs> if you don't, if you hate TV, cut the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for you. Now that Bel Air is officially over, I wanted to do, you know, sort of a more full mm. recap. We mentioned it, and we mentioned it on every episode, but we don't get too much into it. But I just wanted to do like a, you know, a little moderate recap. All right, now just keep in mind, just because it's over, don't mean everybody's seen it, because... Um, Why wouldn't anybody have seen it? Well, present company is included when I mention that because it's me. <laughs> you um, niggas. I'm it's, it's me. me. I'm, I'm niggas. niggas. It's me. I'm niggas. And here's well, that the thing. is just that is just absurd. It it seems absurd, but you know what? I'm a very busy guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. It, yo, you don't you care. You ain't have time to sit down for 53 minutes and watch a TV show. Keep it a buck. In the last week. You know what? To be to be completely honest, I live with a two year old, so no, I be watching. Daniel Tiger and, and Peppa Pig and them. And quite frankly, I've been learning a lot. I don't know what's going on exactly with Will Smith and Marlon Wayans, but I do know how to show my parents that I'm listening actively by making eye contact because I, you know, that's how you show people that you're listening. And now, you know, every time I talk to an adult, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm listening. I learned that last week with my niece. So that's what my recap is. <laughs> Y'all were wondering. Thank you for that, JD. Yeah, and nobody cares about that. Yeah, thanks so much. That was so helpful. I just, wow. But, but let me tell you, though. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Uh, I'm on episode seven. Well, I finished episode seven. I got two more left. Also, If somebody... you got two more left, then you finish episode eight, because there's a nine and a ten. Okay, I got two episodes left. I finished episode eight, potentially. Okay. Maybe. I hope so. Um, okay. Somebody who well, has my account. What? Somebody who has my account watched all 10 of them. You and threw what? me off also. So, yeah, if you hear this, I'm talking to you. You finished all my episodes, and I had to go find my place on my own time. Yeah. That's cute. Whoever that is, shout not, out to them. It's not cute at all. It's a nigga. And, no, <laughs> it's not cute. I said, make your own profile because you got me looking like I got hoes. You watching shit on my account, fucking up the whole thing. Well, the message is loud and clear, so. Yeah, I was up late. Um after watching episode seven and I was looking at reviews from Bel Air. Right. And this is what really, really threw me because like there's so many one stars, right? And I mean you one guys stars. One stars down the line. Oh, they need to email me so we could talk about it. Because they some well, hating ass bitches. Let me tell you what their problem may be. Okay. If this comes back to that motherfucking slap, I'm going to be pissed. Well, it has something to do with the slap. There will be slap talk in this conversation. And I know Jazz and I have been a little uh Avoid a commentary about that, but those two people are nostalgic greatness. It's hard to not think about, um, especially whenever you guys are making the deal out of it that you guys are. Um, but when I was reading those uh, those reviews, some something occurred to me down the line. Like you know how sometimes you read reviews on IMDb, you try to figure out what race they are. Oh yeah, I love playing that game. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are very upset. That Will Smith would involve himself with a project that would take away the heart and the comedic family energy of the original. And again, I was like, oh, that's right. These white people didn't know he was black. <laughs> now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. It hit me like a needle. I was like, oh, that's right. The whole world is in an uproar because... Over the past few years, a lot of terrible things have happened. We lost Kobe Bryant. There was a pandemic. Donald Trump used to be the president. 
There was a bunch of police brutality shootings after years and years of police brutality shootings. Mm -hmm. There was an insurrection. And most importantly, Will Smith is black. Wow, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. He's black. You know what? I remember thinking, wow, you know, he had a black ass moment because what we saw. What He's also from Philly. He's also from Philly. For real, for real. In case y'all forgot, not yeah. the cute shit. I mean, the niggas from Philly. So, and I'll, I'll make this short so we can, you know, can make it concise. But I will say um, that since I'm not going to publicly really get into it with you niggas about what y'all are doing wrong with this lap, I'll do it here on the platform that I pay to have exist Period. really quickly. Um, somebody mentioned to me today actually today today about this slap something about jada that i thought was interesting okay and it's that up until a certain point literally now it's only jada in that family who's been able to be joked about nobody makes will smith jokes that might be belittling to him at all because I don't know. his crime meme was going around for months. Well, see, that was up until that point. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is still sort of that. that okay, this is still sort of that that whole time period. Like, up until the summer of 2020, Will Smith was pretty much above critique in almost all all shapes and forms. This is true. All right. So, like, there's this huge level of resentment that exists in the marriage potentially, mostly just because you know people aren't going to come for Will. Like, if Jada does do something, they will come for Jada, but they're not coming for Will in the sense that, like, he's truly being offended. Jada's a super easy target, and it's so easy you would make a bad joke like that so casually, thinking that nothing could possibly happen, right? And I think that that was a solid assessment. I never really thought about it that way, about how generally sexist comedy is and how easy it was for somebody to run through a joke where Jada Pinkett Smith is really the target Whenever the same person made a joke about the fact that she wouldn't have been invited to the Oscars anyway. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. <laughs> I wasn't invited. So she's not a relevant star for Oscar mentioning as far as getting an award. But the fact that you would even write a joke about her at the Oscars, knowing this is a platform where Chris Rock himself doesn't think he, she could ever win something, really shows how sexist the energy of the entire situation actually is. Mm -hmm. Jada Pinkett isn't Charlize Theron. She's not Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's not somebody who's discussed in Oscar conversations. Why are you even making a Jada Pinkett Smith joke at you the know, Oscars? Seriously. Why all are you the even stars doing that? There, you, you chose You Jada. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why it's kind of intriguing because so many people in that room don't even work with Jada Pinkett. Mm -hmm. They all know Will Smith like the back of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a point. That that's truly a point. I didn't. I never thought about it that way because it's like so. The person that we don't even link to the Oscars that heavily, not even the biggest star in the room, you decide to call her out instead of the person who our eyes are truly on that night. Exactly. You go to the MTV Awards, you joke about Britney Spears. Right. Or whenever right. you go to BT Awards, you joke about Fifty Cent. I'm speaking very mid-2000s uh, right. situations. I mean, that's where we at. But that's, that's exactly what you do. But in this situation, Jada Pinkett is technically Will's plus one. 
So you're making fun of somebody's plus one in front of all the people who were actually invited. And that is, that's perspective. That's the core. That's, that's the core. I mean, that's the part I wanted to share with you guys the most. And also the fact that, you know, like Jay-Z said, still nigga. Like you just, you're really never going to be above that kind of stuff. They were waiting to teeter totter this nigga's career. Clearly white liberals really don't even do much for us whenever it comes crunch time for something like this. Uh, because I saw a bunch of, it's a bunch of white people that are like, we're done with Will Smith. And I feel like that's crazy. I Dramatic. thought y'all were marching for niggas and shit. But Dramatic. you can't have a black ass woman with your black ass family member up on stage. Not right here. You can't. You know how many fights I've seen in my life where I was on both sides? <laughs> that's what, that's what families do, nigga. Exactly. It just happens sometimes. Exactly. So that's what it was. And that's what it is. And I just wanted to share that little tidbit with y'all so we can... I guess I say heal as a nation. No, well, the main point I want to make, that's a good point. The main point I would like to make is the narrative y'all creating around Jada Pinkett over fake commentary is really driving me mad. I want y'all to realize that these blogs are now taking quotes out of context or taking quotes from people who are not even her friend. I want y'all niggas to read, open up the links. You want open back up, facts? Open up the links and read people and and you'll find that all of this shit y'all getting upset about that Jada said, quote unquote, are not real quotes from her. She has not said a fucking thing. So don't get up in arms about shit that's not happening. That's y'all that's y'all's problems. Read. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading You don't read and, Open and, the and, fucking and here's article. the thing, whenever you also don't read and you decide to double down, you just become a nasty motherfucker. Because I'm going to tell you what y'all did. A lot of y'all made jokes about Will Smith slapping Jada. And you tell me real quick, like, do you think this is something that is appropriate to say to somebody on the street? Anybody. Do you think you should make a domestic violence joke about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett based on what you fucking don't know on the street? Because if you're on the internet saying it, you're on the street. I don't know how many times I got to tell you niggas, you are on the street whenever you're up there, right? Anybody can do anything to you on the street. And you know what we say about people who make grand, nasty ass proclamations on the street? We call them crazy. Because they are. Y'all are crazy for making domestic violence jokes on the internet based on articles that are not only not fact-proven. Some of those articles are actually based in Twitter fan fiction that some outlets read. I really hope Jada didn't say something, 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 and there's a tweet under it. This is a rumor, but I hope it's not true. And there's an article quoting the rumor <laughs> as the source. It's some sick ass shit, man. Just open and read before you jump to conclusions. We've been trying to teach y'all this lesson for like years, but it's just not getting through to you. But I hope this does. Like, just read, okay? Yeah, and just read. Actually, calm down, breathe. You should think about it. Take, Take a, a second. second. You know, this total stranger that you are so upset with, just calm down. 
Okay. Yeah, you just don't know people. You don't let know these in, people. Let it in and stop comparing all this shit to your relationship because it's just not true. It's not a thing. Will Smith, I really hope you get to come back in full fledged. I really, I can't wait to see him back in action. I am after. legend too. Bring that shit on. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to see him be the exact same person and have to say more apology things like, yeah, you know, I really thought about my slapping problem. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's not a problem. We're gonna, we're gonna let it go. We're gonna let it go. I just I can't I can't wrap my head Release around. I can't wrap my head around somebody saying they go into rehab for that backhanded slap. They just right. don't like rehab. Bro, all our all our asses need to go then. Okay, back to a little bit of fun stuff. All right, let's woo. Let's change the energy. Woo How are you gonna do that? <laughs> I don't know because the next thing I got to wang with it. No, <laughs> no, because the next thing I was actually going to say is that Bel Air. Let's go back there. Okay. Bel Air has actually done something I didn't think they could do. What's that? They made me hate Will and Lisa more than in the original. <laughs> I wow. hate that relationship. Wow. So much. Wow. Defund Will and Lisa on Bel Air. Wow. Please make it stop. Wow. I never want to see them together together again. Wow. One one of the one of the notes that I did see about Bel Air, like uh, review wise, that I do think may be kind of true, and it's sort of a bad note, is that some of the plot points happen extremely fast. And baby, I get Will that. and Lisa fell in love in two minutes, yeah. and dog, that's your cousin X. I don't care how you feel about your cousin. That's still your cousin X. I like, mean, at least pace it. I, I would probably it would have to happen on its own merit and probably over the course of several years. Right. Pace, because, at least like, pace it. This nigga say, I'm in love with her. I don't give a fuck what you gotta say, Carl and my cousin. Yeah, I'm I'm really big on uh not imposing on people and I know niggas in general don't have that muscle, but it's it's breaking the cold, man, and I can't get with it. I don't give a damn. I can't get with it. Mm, so, nasty behavior. Since you haven't seen, I'll leave it there. But I do want to say, check out Coco Jones' song, Caliber. Mm -hmm. She did her thing on that. She released a song. It's good. Well, here's the thing. All of them have music. They, and all, they, they all almost, do music. They almost okay, all have one true. song that I think I kind of was like, this shit dope. I listened to Carlton's music. He got one track in my Spotify likes. I listened to Coco Jones' music. She got one track in my Spotify likes. I listened to Lisa's music. She got one track in my Spotify likes. So niggas, Le holla at me if Le you need some Lisa, music. Lisa, the character, well, I don't know her real name. She got music too? She do. Oh, shoot. And then Jabari Banks, he raps too. That doesn't sound like a great idea. I haven't heard that, though. He Is does? it good? I, I mean, I haven't heard his music, but I know he does music. I like so. him as a as an actor, and I'm really enjoying... Generally, I'm really enjoying the way that, that cast is doing press, too. Like, I think they are, like, kind of shockingly good at it. They're cute. I love them. Yeah. Shout out to Bel Air. Maybe we can do a, a real recap at some point if JD ever finishes. We don't know. I never happened. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. Right now, lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back, lick my pussy and my crack. Ooh. My neck. Ooh. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> we had no business.
no I got, business. I got a little bit of commentary for this one. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. 20 years ago, Kaya released Thug Misses featuring this smash that we could never, ever, ever live down. I, I can't believe this is a real song and how much we as a people love it. Um, Here's the thing. And it actually has a lot of artistic merit as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's so crazy whenever you come out with a song that you know is going to have like some level of gimmick to it. Like this song, Nasty as Hell, right? It's nasty that, as hell. That is a gimmick to some level, right? Like you about to say some wild shit, mm-hmm. you gimmicky a little bit. But they had the audacity to make this thing drop like that. And that's something that is really, really of the time. Because I remember hearing Chicken Head and being like, Damn, y'all about to call it a chicken head? But I mean, <laughs> when I heard that, all right, all right. And I was like, okay. That's cool with bop, me. Bop, bop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Getting some head. Great, 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 great beat. Um, uh, Put it in my mouth. Phenomenal tracks. Like, this was a, a thing of the time where they would be like, we about to do some wild shit, but make sure that beat crazy. Some make cut. Make sure that beat crazy. You know? Um, Now, this song has a special place in my heart. Um, <laughs> sounds wild. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I think one I'm of like, the, do we want to know this story? Yeah, you I don't do. Know. You do, actually. Right, um, go for it. The thing with this song is, I remember having being in a summer camp where it was like a black-ass summer camp. And we would have these like parties or whatever from time to time oh, at the end of the week. Oh, man. <laughs> now, nothing wild happened in this at this summer camp per se. But the DJ, I remember somebody wanting to hear my neck, my back, and me being like, you are fucking wild. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know we 13, right? Like, they not about to play that, right? 11, 12. This man put on my neck, my back, and just looped the, all you ladies pop you up like this. All you ladies pop, all you ladies pop, shake your body, don't stop, don't. And to do it, do it on a loop. Do it, do it. Do it, do it, do it not. And it went on for so long, nobody noticed that we never got to the hook. The whole song. And I remember kind of like getting like to the fade out part and being like, Wait a minute. I didn't hear pussy crack, none of that. I didn't hear anything. And then I was like, yo, that is a trick right there. And I was like, I think I'm going to be a DJ. That was really cool. He really gave us what we wanted without like crossing the boundary. And I don't know if you remember this. And I'm going to do something kind of unique. Do you remember me mixing that with um, I'll Take You There by the Staples Singers? I, did, I don't think so. I did something so stupid. We can cut it out if you want. But I did something so stupid years ago now where you guys know the I know a place. Ain't nobody crying, right? Okay, and ain't. And I, I put my neck, my back over it, and it was really, really, really good. And just a little snippet, because I think I found it. I haven't heard it since I sent it to you that day mm. in 2019. Yeah, man. You are a sick, sick man. That shit right there, I remember being like, mm-mm. 
I don't know if I can share this with anybody exactly right now because the way my Instagram said, there's a bunch of white ladies that be following me and shit. And I was like, I don't know. Throw you them can't off. share that with the world. Uh, but here we are. But I mean, a few people got a surprise text message from me, and I was like, hey, just just listen just to it. it. Just go with it. Just go with <laughs> it. Just go with don't, it. You ain't gotta say nothing. I, I ain't even trying to hear no feedback. I know this shit hot. I just want you to realize that this is how how expansive your imagination can actually go. But I love that track, and almost as much as I love the second single. Because this is another Tallahassee this is, banger, This is baby. a special one right here. Tallahassee banger. The girl said, front, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Wait with it. Bye. Yeah. Hey, like, this is on that list of lion dances that white people don't know exist until they go to a really, really southern black function. What are they doing there? What are they doing there, though? What? Why are they there? Why do white people oh, at, the, listen, at the really black southern function? Listen, one of my, a few of my favorite memories of this song are me playing this for a black pocket of people at a white wedding. It, it happens. That's hilarious. But they got to be from Tallahassee. They got to be from Florida or something like that. And whenever mm-hmm. it comes out, there's a few white people I've seen that have been like, oh, play K. Wang. Because in Tallahassee, but they got some artists, they got some musicians that came out of that struggle. And Kaya is one of them. Kodak Black. Ain't T-Pain from there? Uh, yeah. Tallahassee Pain Ow. Yeah, but man, Kaya came out swinging. We freaking loved this album 20 years ago. I was only 11, 12 at the time. Yo, um, it's got all the ratchet energy you could ever, ever And want. I was ratchet. You mean you got to look I at was the... probably the most ratchet at 11, 12, so it makes sense. It checks out. Um, I mean, I'm happy for you. That I, I was definitely um, a big pull for me growing up. I really liked, I, I don't like to use the term hood rat. I don't like it. I think it's offensive. But my mother used to tell me that I had sort of a thing for really ghetto girls, <laughs> like really outwardly ghetto girls. And I don't know. I think it's because they thought I was interested in like really cultured things that I watched Seinfeld. They'd be like, I'm dating this nigga who likes Seinfeld. <laughs> he probably going to make a lot of money one day or something. <laughs> you going you to make some money. Um, But this this album was actually released like October 2003 one mm-hmm. and then it got like a re-release that was like that reached more audience they, they bobby valentino'd him they bought what'd you say you know how bobby valentino did slow down they were like nah you gotta go back to school <laughs> i think his grade slipped it what? was like i don't think you can tour her i don't know this story I yeah think. slow down came out and they were like bro your grades are bad no more music and they put slow, slow was he down in high up. school he was like i mean something was he was young was he 17 when that came out? Slow Down came out and they said, you aren't keeping up with your schoolwork. You can re-release it after you graduate. And then Slow Down came out again. Wow. Yeah. And it's, well, it is wild to me because I feel like this kind of content could have definitely been under the, under the microscope. It was like, yeah, look my pussy in my crack. Cut, look. What? <laughs> Hold <laughs> Kaya, on. you Kaya. are 16. Who is doing that to you? Oh, it's not good. I can't say that. No, but the song is a hit, so finish school. And then we'll let you we'll let you put it back out. Happy twenty years to Thug Missus. She told you what it was too. 
thug missus. Put some respect on Kai's name, honestly. A lot of y'all wouldn't be here without she, her. She be wildin' these days, but... Oh, no, she she be like, she's like a rumor mill person. She's always yes. spreading rumors and she's, shit like that. She's wild. But her brand definitely inspired a lot of music that we have today. You cannot discount that. There's it's a true. portion of Nicki Minaj that don't exist without Kaya. I mean, same with a lot of those girls. Keep it a buck with you. You might be right. Okay, let's get back to our main topic, installment number three, because he deserves. Mm-hmm. Jamie let's- Foxx. Are you shocked? I'm not. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with some music things. Jamie Foxx released Best Night of My Life. He had a couple singles off of this. Some of them you may not be familiar with, but there was Winner with Justin Timberlake and T.I. Clearly loves friends. collaborating with T.I., don't he? Yeah. And Living Better Now with, with Rick Ross. There is a Biggie sample on that, actually. Oh, what's the Biggie sample? Do you know the song? He goes... Be- living better now. Cootie sweater now. Just living better now ah. is the sample though. Um, but the one. The one. Can I, can I save you from you? Cause you know there's something missing in the champagne you've been sipping. I supposed to make you different all the time. I swear I. You ever been sad and wasn't before? This is Drake's fault. <laughs> I promise you, this period of time, right? He did um he unthinkable. Yeah, he was running up the boards around this time, man, and just keeping his little ad libs on his little written tracks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was Blackberry Drake back in the day, right? I loved it. I mean, this song is so Drake esque. Like it's dramatic. You you would think this was Drake's whole song, not just a verse. Like this was clearly an adoption. Yeah. Know, for yeah. Jamie Foxx. Like whatever Drake's doing. Let's flip it and make it mine. <laughs> and it's so interesting, too. As somebody who is, uh, you know, I feel like I got a kind of a high emotional IQ. I still think this is a little whiny. Um, oh. <laughs> it's the tad. I love this song. It doesn't make it a bad song. Okay. I just don't see myself talking to a girl like, oh, my God. Why you fall for your type? Can we talk about it? I don't see me doing that. Little yeah. girl. Have some yeah, you're going to go girl. out. While I'm at home in the same spot that you left me in. Beautiful like, song. Is that his type? Thick women? His huh? type is thick women. What you mean? He said he always falls for a, a type, but you know what his type is. What's his type? White women? No, thick women. Because his Explain aunt. Katie Holmes. Oh, I'm talking about Drake. Oh, what? What? He wrote it. Jamie Seeker did. That's not, I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, it don't even sound like Jamie Foxx, like you said. And I was like, yo, Drake wrote this about a type of woman, and his type is thick woman, and you know why. Why? Because his aunt. (laughs) She wrote a question. We are not doing this today. (laughs) We're not doing this. I love thick women because my aunt, she wrote a question. His aunt was thick, and so he has. (laughs) We're not doing this today. That's a great track. 
We're not about to ruin it. I like horse riders, you know. So one thing I love about Jamie Foxx is he's not afraid to try anything at any level. Like mm, That's true. He'll give you a huge blockbuster, but he'll also go up the street and make something with an unknown. Like, we've seen him pretty much across the board. Like, comedy, action, thriller, low budget, high budget. You can't just do one thing. Musicals, Marvel. Every now and then he has a miss or two, but the talent is so strong that it's like, that's all right. That's all right. But even at this point of his career, he was still exploring different genres and lanes of film so he did valentine's day which is that string of movies yes. with that, that ensemble cast thing like they have the like, new year's day yeah one. let's go like, get like some really big stars and borrow them for like a week and a half yeah and like do something where like people kismet their way into each other's lives based on a holiday yeah it's 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 interesting. I mean, I, I, I mean, I absolutely popular. hate those too. Cause I'm always, I just feel cheated more often than not. I'm a hater mostly because I get mad they made such a quick buck. Every time I see those, <laughs> those like when I see the, I the commercials, cheesy. I'm like, oh really, Holly Berry? You just went and made a cool meal for a week and a half. He was like, y'all want me to do what? I'll say some words in a movie, I guess. You know. He also did horrible bosses. There was a one and a two, which is a different type of comedy style for him. But I really love it because his name in there was Motherfucker Jones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like these guys hired him as a hitman only to find that they paid him for advice. And he wasn't a real like criminal. So he pretty much scammed them niggas out their money because um, they wanted to kill their bosses. Very high on the silly white antic list of movies. Yes. Um, there's... Motherfucker <clears throat> Jones. <laughs> That movie reminds me that there's too many quirky white guys in Hollywood. It's a lot of them. There's too many of I, them. I don't even realize it till I see a different film. And I'm like, wait, that's not the same one from The Hangover. That was the one that was in... <laughs> Jason Bateman, Charlie... Zach Krakopopoulos. Zach Galvanakis isn't in Horrible Bosses, Bosses though, is No, he? I'm just saying. Right, yeah, white yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just... Yeah, there's you know, too I many quirky white over. men. It sucks because like there's there's a limit to how many hilarious black men you can be at one time, but you can have a gang load of quirky white men. And honestly, a lot of self-deprecating white women can be active at one time too. I'm realizing you can be white and like I don't like myself. I'm not I'm not thin. Like, okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, he dipped into the animated world for the first time in Rio. The shit was about birds. Bro, but the song, oh my God, Will I Am and uh, Anna Kendrick. Something about animated films about animals just slaps. Jamie Foxx is in this song. Can I play it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I play this for the kids whenever I do uh, the Big Bounce. And it just goes up. This is so good. Right here. Let it drop. Here come Anna Kendrick.
Kendrick? That thing dropped, don't it? Wait, is that actually Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> shit. <laughs> damn, pale ass white women always doing shit. <laughs> always you know, fucking you up, nerds. baby. Get a tan. <laughs> God damn, I can't tell you hoes apart. Pink nipple having ass always in the damn movies. Get on my damn nerves. It's funny because I love both of them too. I like Ed them too. Anne Hathaway and Anna Kendrick are the shit. <laughs> Oh, God, how do I refocus after that? And just to keep going on the range, he also played a villain in the Spider-Man movies, Marvel movies. Well, Electro. No matter what you do, Doc, you can't contain it. And the the irony there is that they're two different um, trilogies of Spider-Man that he's in, too. Really? You know, yeah. I don't know nothing about this shit. Yeah, see, and here's the thing. I'm not a big Marvel person, but I've always been intrigued by Spider-Man's story because losing the uncle and having that kind of come up is just <laughs> such a lick. I don't know why I love that part of the story. Like, he lost his uncle. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 is uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Spider-Man No Way Home is Timothy Chalamet. Is that who it is? Sure. Yes. No, if you don't know who it is. Zendaya's boyfriend. Right. What? Who is she? Who is she dating? That don't sound. That don't sound right. Exactly. His exactly. Name ain't that Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. You know, pale ass white boys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know none of you pale motherfuckers' names. <laughs> oh lord. Yeah, because that one's the one, the last one that came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider Man. And yeah. So yeah, he's in two different Spider Mans and Spider Mans. I love that for him. Yeah, he actually technically we're fucking up the entire universe. I don't know if people care about this, but Jamie Foxx being in both of those different Spider Mans makes him sort of fucking up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a paradigm. What Jamie Foxx doing in in two different Spider Mans is lives, right? It's nuts. Fucking shit up. That's what he doing. He looking at the other Jamie Foxx pointing. Looking at the other. Okay. Okay, okay, let's bring it back to a timeline because... To a what a timeline. To a what a timeline. Django Unchained. The deal sounded hip. Ooh-wee. I did not know you niggas love this movie so much. I did not know that till recently when I heard my friends quoting this shit. And I was like, wait, we like that movie like that? Y'all was watching it over and over again? I did not know that. Um, yeah, and I, I'm not an over and over again with this one. I did rewatch it for the sake of this research because I knew it was one of my favorites of the bunch that we were going to be talking about. Um, but yeah, this was a great, great look for him, mostly because he is truly out of himself in this. This is not, it's not Jimmy Fox playing somebody. This is that's Django. That's that's Django. That's Django. Like he he was <laughs> acting, acting. He was doing a Ray kind of level of acting in this film. And honestly, you know, the kind of story that you, you know, makes you change the way you see things. I mean, the most unique display of slavery that I've ever seen. Like, I should not be laughing at this. Like, the fucking scene with the... With the bags over their head, the KKK. Oh, yeah, Jonah Hill. Yeah, that Jonah Hill KKK bit. I can't see in this fucking thing. I can't breathe in this fucking thing and I can't ride in this fucking thing. Well, fuck all y'all. I'm going home. Now I watched my wife work all day getting 30 bags together for you ungrateful sons of bitches and all I can hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. Just, yeah, the silliest shit. It really shows you how 
silly these motherfuckers were. Yeah, um, it was it was definitely a good look for him, and obviously, you know, Carrie Washington and all the goats that are in that. Yeah, links back up with Carrie, but. Jesus, that film right there, you got to set aside some time for that one right there. But it you know is one of else, those. You know who else was up for that role? Will Smith. Will Smith is one, yeah. And I what? can't see that. Did you say yeah? I said yeah. Oh, I was joking. For real? No, he really was. Mm-hmm. He really was up for that part. <laughs> That's funny. I thought you knew. And Michael K. Williams, which I could see that one. I can see my Yo, Michael that. K. Williams. But that, that um, and you know, Michael K. Williams definitely would have killed it in general. That movie did have a layer of comedy that I think Jimmy Fox touched on pretty well. Michael K. definitely can do that. It just well, would have been out of, it would have been out of his, uh, how we see him. I guess that <laughs> makes, I guess that makes sense. Um, but let's get into the plot a little bit. So Django's chained and then he's not. then he's unchained he's unchained right okay um but no he's a runaway slave Mm -hmm. who joins this crazy german man yeah who's a a bounty hunter a bounty hunter Mm -hmm. and they're going around just killing motherfuckers Mm -hmm. and it's also a quest for him to find his wife who Uh, carrie washington plays hippolita (laughs) hippolita hip something it's not hippopotamus. <laughs> um, I think it's Hippolyta or something hip-hop like that. Hip hop parade. Hip hop parade. How? Yeah, I, it's such a. It made sense to me, and you know what? It has the appeal of what I think our parents felt with westerns too. Uh-huh. Like you know, if you ever got into a western, you'd be like, "Whoa, this is crazy." I get this, Grandpa. This is what you know, <laughs> I get this, other? Grandpa. <laughs> I see why you like this shit. This is crazy shit is gory though like i don't want to watch it for certain scenes like there are certain scenes i just can't stomach like i like the film overall i get it uh, and it's tarantino so that's watching what you're the niggas get. fight each other like yeah, that? i can't do oh, it oh wow big bold bad stuff and it really does like leonardo i think leonardo did enough for you to not feel like i think i hate you forever right i don't know how he did that because he played that role really well but he parties like now, Leo acting his ass off, but I know that's not who that man is. What is that? Because I, I Almost anybody else would have been like, it man, didn't leave fuck a that guy forever. It didn't leave a stitch on <laughs> It must have been some sort of punching up of dialogue where, like, whatever it is he said. And, he, of course, his nonverbal is crazy. There's gifts to this day from him in that yes. movie where he's like, yes. he's acting. He's, he's saying nigga without saying nigga. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what it really is. Because, actually, I know he says it in the movie. But there's a few times he doesn't say it, but you feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and got we, that across well. We can't forget about Sam Jack in here. Sam Jackson. Boy, being an Uncle Tom, too. You know it's crazy? Being an Uncle Tom. Sam Jackson played that role so well. Sometimes I think that he wrote all his lines himself. Like, it might have all been improv. Everybody else just had writing. They were like, Sam, you, you, <laughs> you, know, just what, do your you thing. know what the role is, right? Right, right, Fuck right. Fuck it up, bro. And he was like, okay. All right, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's yeah. get into it. Now, that leaves you hating Sam Jackson a little bit because don't nobody like no Uncle Tom ass nigga he was to like, that degree. You no. know that girl, don't you? <laughs> you know yeah, that I think girl. you know that girl, you uppity nigga. I mean, when I tell you that shit was funny, I wish we had done this the day after I saw it because I was overflowing with quotables the day I watched it like two weeks ago. Yeah, good film. Can't watch it too much, but I also didn't realize y'all did watch it that much, but... Good look for Jamie. 
Yeah, fire, fire movie. Um, the next movie is a bit of a pivot. As far as the Did goodness. he punch up or punch down? Oh, he punched down. <laughs> they punched the entire White House down, well, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, and what happens here is somebody gets the creative idea to have uh, Jamie Foxx do a faint Barack Obama impression playing the president in this movie. And I think it's spawned off of like a Jimmy Fallon late night segment. Yeah. I really think he did an impression and they were like, hmm, I'm going to have him and Channing Tatum running all through the goddamn White House, but I want him to act like Barack Obama. A little bit. like, like. So to give us the feel of our current time, mm-hmm. they had a black president who wasn't his own self, but he also was a Barack Obama. <laughs> so you're watching another guy in another world who is the president of the United States who reminds you of your current president and doesn't look anything like him. So like it kind of fucks up just the in gen- like the in general like am I into this because it's a movie or am I into this because this is a really long SNL sketch that I don't I haven't figured out when what? it's going to be funny <laughs> like wow well, yeah but I mean that movie right there I it leaves a lot to be desired. Well, I said it before. Every now and then he would miss, and oh, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. You know? Oof, I know baby. somebody out there still love White House down. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. He might be the only person that's, that's still. <laughs> that little girl was bad in that, too. This is the bad movie. But, okay. Well, let's move on from that, then. Hey, listen, I'm, you... I'm always critiquing little girls made bad in movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Little girls in movie. Annie. <laughs> Annie, another musical for him. Oh, that little Put girl's on his musical big. Hat. She's huge. She's a huge star now. Okay. But mm-hmm. critique her in this movie. She was great as Annie. Okay, just making sure. Produced by Will and Jada. Why is they all up and through here? In that, in that episode of the podcast that we deleted, we said, we bring up Will and Jada. We bring up Will every episode. And I was like, this next episode going to be Will List. We're not going to do any Will Smith stuff. And here it is coming right back, right around the bend. We know what it is. Every episode, Will Smith. When you do clownering. The clown does what? It comes back to bite. Period. And here we are. And he's good, though. Like, like it's cute. I don't remember it much at all. It's one of those movies that was on while I was watching children. So I was watching children. I wasn't watching the movie. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if I watched the movie, somebody could have died. <laughs> I was watching children. He goes on to do another album hollywood a story of a dozen roses there's a few singles on here but only one that really slap slapped Put Chris Brown on that shit. Hot fire. Yeah, it sounds like a Chris Brown track right there. Crack rock. It got all the it got all the makings of a Chris Brown hit. You I like change it. Change me, baby. Um Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Is that Tom Holland too? No, 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 no. That's right. a, no. They could it's all another, be the same person. It's another popular young white actor. Who's pale. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. But I actually love him too. Like, Who is it? I forget his name, but he did The Fault in Our Stars. Oh yeah. And we, uh, yeah. So that movie is controversial. What is? That Baby Driver, Kevin Spacey. It is? Because mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey's in it? Yeah. That was his last thing before he came out. He kind of had a little bit of a problem with little boys, which was just ironic timing because this was like... About a boy? Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed Baby Driver. It's a good film. Yo, it's like, a good movie, actually. Yeah, I, I saw it when it came out. And a week later, I was like... I remember I was talking to Jordan. I was like, I don't think we can watch Baby Driver anymore. She was like, nope. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey doing a lot of things, man. But you know what? He not in there like a lot, a lot. Like I think we could like close He's our like eyes. He's like a and boss, ears. right? Yeah, but it mostly focuses on Baby driving, driving. The other criminals around. <laughs> he he's driving um Jamie Foxx character and yeah, then yeah. gosh, what's that other guy's name? John Hamm. John Hamm and his girlfriend in the movie. Don Draper. It really focuses on them more than, you know, the boss. He just gives the order and they go out and they do their thing. So he not like, you can just close your eyes and pretend. That's probably true. And I'm a big uh, John Hamm fan. I don't know if you are Mad Men heads out there, but I love Mad Men. I love Mad Men so much that I date it. Whenever I start that show, that means don't nobody text me. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe left. Um, Baby Driver was like very dramatic at the end. I kept thinking it was over and it just you, never was. You remember the plot points, don't you? I, I don't remember the plot points. Oh, okay. It's been a minute. Dang. Oh, so much happens at the end of Baby Driver. Like, it's so dramatic. It's like when you think it's over, it's really not over. Or is he going to jail? Um, he runs away. He gets like, it just was a lot at the end. But good film. I enjoyed it. Jamie Foxx dies in it. Spoiler it, alert. It's one of those movies where, like, you don't know if you want a plot twist or you would prefer them not twist. You know, it twisted, like, a few times. Because yeah. it's like, damn, like, can we figure out what's going to happen now? Because... The man was on the run for his life. Baby was. Yeah, they they call those scripts that you got to see it through, my boys. You got to see it through, my boy. Um, Jamie goes on to host Beat Shazam. Very Yo, popular game show. I actually auditioned for Beat Shazam. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I auditioned with the producers for of Beat Shazam for that show. I Did not get it. I remember you auditioning. I couldn't remember that it was Beat Shazam, though. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Um... I, I got a legitimate phone call. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get emails and you're like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Spam, yeah, somebody recommended me for this. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? I'm definitely going to be on TV. And unfortunately, I chose a terrible partner. Um, at the time, they had a theme situation. My niece is here, by the way, y'all. If y'all hear I a little baby in the background, yeah. just know she cute and she deserves yeah, this airtime. I can't just turn her off, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, my partner was terrible for that, unfortunately. They had a theme situation where you guys had to be some sort of, like, related kind of situation. So I had my cousin uh, who, you know, fine idea. However, I think he sold himself as more better versed in music than he actually was. And we lost a few obvious ones, like Beat It and shit like that. I was like, bro, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I could probably recognize. I could recognize most songs within, like, 30 seconds. When I watch the show, I really play. And, like, I would win, probably, if I went on there. But, unfortunately, I just ain't had the right partner yet. So. Yeah, and if you don't know the plot, somehow, you're plot. literally trying to 
beat Shazam, the plot, yeah. the play. <laughs> yeah. You're you're trying to guess what the song is before it goes off. You know? It's gotten really gimmicky now, but it's kind of cute still. They have celebrities on and they give money to charity mostly. And his daughter hosts with him now. Mm-hmm. I think the first season it was just him and then second season they added her and they're going into like the fifth year. So. Oh yeah, I just watched the episode last week with Ludacris and Lorenz Tate and Rob Gronkowski. Fire. It was, it was a really good episode. Luda won. Luda and Lorenz won. Luda knew every song. That made sense. Unless you're oh, Garcelle. Saying... Garcelle Bobo was Garcelle the third. Was yeah, it was Garcelle and a white lady. And it was Lorenz another, and another Luda and Rob. Know. What? Garcelle Bobo? You said another white lady. No oh. name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it is. Oh, yo, and yo, Garcelle was really uh, overtly um, handsy with Jamie. Oh, you don't know the story but that she's I, still into him? But, I mean, let it go. Like, it's weird, right? Well, I don't know because if that part of your life paused for so long and then you're both single and you're at a different point in your life and those old feelings come back, you know, Maybe I, I don't Maybe text me? <laughs> like, I don't... It's the thing. I just don't necessarily know if it's necessary to be doing it on I TV. Haven't, I haven't heard him make any comments about it being mutual or anything, but she's been She pretty, talks about his penis and, like, their relationship, and I'm like, yo... She like, want that old thing back. She's going on a has-been tour. I think she's just trying to keep herself in, in like, like current conversation. So. I don't think so. Why would she not be able to directly I contact Jimmy Fox if she being, wanted to? I think she's just being candid, and they don't have that type of relationship anymore. That's like, Well, he doesn't like black women that much. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go on now. Just Mercy with Loved Michael it. B. Jordan. So, so, so good. Yeah, that was a great film. I mean, I definitely have. I don't, I don't cry as much as I used to at movies, but this one here. I mean, I don't, I don't remember it being something that much material. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. It's coming back to me. I'm sorry. I've seen so many black men in jail and need a lawyer in my lifetime. I'll be blurring the lines. <laughs> I was like, you mean uh, Sam Jackson that movie where he act, he he killed the white man because he raped a little girl? No, that's a different one. There's a bunch of these. Chad with yeah, both. I mean, both but men. this one this one's a real story. Um, so yeah, it is a story like many others, a true story. Um, Walter McMillan is falsely accused of murder, wrongfully convicted. It's all based in this white man who got in trouble at the same time. And in order for him to get a lighter sentence, they coerced him into saying it was Walter. Although there was no evidence, mm. he had an alibi. Like that day he was at a party. Everybody saw Walter at the party. I remember that. And they that. placed him at a scene of a murder just to catch a black man. I mean, that was what we would consider the wild, wild west um, at the time when it comes down to how we see the justice system. And it's nasty, nasty behavior because throughout every single decade uh, of American history, you're going to hear stories where black people's naivete about the law landed mm-hmm. them in jail unfairly because somebody took advantage of that. Yep. That's nasty, 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 nasty behavior, yo. And it was a fight to get him out. So that was where the tears came, just him mm. finally getting his freedom. I know you don't like that shit. You don't even like life, and that's hilarious. So I know this was had no relief for you. <laughs> I love life. I just, I just can't feel the comedy as much. Mm. <laughs> Double entendre. Don't even ask us how. <laughs> I love life. I just Woo! shit ain't funny no more. <laughs> shit, be, shit just don't be funny, y'all. <laughs> 
Um, what were we gonna let Soul? Yeah. Soul was a huge deal. Did not see it though. Really? No, I haven't seen him. You oh seen it? Oh my gosh, yes. More than once. Oh, really, huh? I That's love great. that story, so I won't spoil that one for you. You go watch Soul. Soul had the internet on a in a chokehold when that it came Christmas, out. That was Christmas Thanksgiving or something like that? So, I don't remember. It was remember, the holiday season 2020, I think. We was all on the internet crying at the same time because it's such a beautiful message. So go watch Soul. It's another one of those animated. I think it's on Disney+. Plus. It is. I got a long list of movies I need to see from that era, but I'm waiting until my niece can comprehend it. Because I don't want to have to watch it again within the next year or so. Like, next year, she's going to be like, I want to watch movies. And I'll be like, I just seen all the shit, so... Sorry. <laughs> you put soul on. I will. I got Why? you. Thank you. Dad, stop embarrassing me <laughs> in this show. It's such a... Dad, stop embarrassing me is a television show that Netflix produced after the influx of popularity from bringing all the UPN sitcoms back. Yes. Um, It was like, hey, guys, you guys like the sitcoms? We're going to do stuff just like it, except worse. Just a little bit. And we're going to bring back one of your favorite sitcom stars. That should work, right? They bought back a lot. And and him and his daughter as a duo got very popular. So, like, we're into their story. We're into their, you know, dynamic. So, it's an idea that I understand. It's absolutely an idea I understand. I don't think it had the um, the right crew writing-based you know, somewhere along the way, I just don't think that they, they really got what they needed out of this show. Um, but so many favorites in there. Do you remember us being kind of confused about whether or not it was really his daughter? It's not his daughter. Right. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I thought whenever it was coming out, it was really going to be his daughter acting. And, you know, I kind of thought that would have been really cute. But I didn't know if she really wanted to be an actress, I guess. I guess she doesn't want to be. Right. But the idea was sold to me as Jamie Foxx and his daughter playing Jamie Foxx and his daughter. But it's yeah. an actress playing his daughter. And I think that may have kind of like diluted it a little bit. A little bit. And David Allen Greer didn't give this chance to shine. You know, you really got to know how to write for that guy. You really do. Also, homeboy from George Lopez. He's in that show. He's funny. Wait, which one? George Lopez's friend. The the ears. The one with the ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost did an impression, but that's racist. But again, like, not to end on that note, because we love and respect Jamie. It just was one of those things that didn't go how, you know, we well, planned it. I got a note that's actually kind of good, because you know Tyson is coming out. Tyson? Tyson. Wait, is he he's playing Tyson, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's really happening? It's really happening. Oh, that's gonna set it off. Alright, so we already know Jamie Foxx, or everybody actually likes doing a Mike Tyson impression. Um, so this should be an intriguing TV series. I think it's gonna give us uh, OJ Simpson versus the American people kind of energy. Because oh, yes. you know that's oh, that shit, yes. right? Fire. So, yeah, I'm hoping that that's going to be fire, fire flames. Looking forward to it. Uh, but ultimately, yo, Jamie Foxx, super, super big legend. We probably don't have a star with the Venn diagram of things that this man can do well. Um, right. There's, like, not a lot of true X Factor people that exist in the world. And Jamie Foxx is one of the few. You know, he's on a Mount Rushmore for black entertainers if you really want facts. He truly does it all. Like, Give him anything. Like I said, give him comedy, give him thriller, give him action. Like he gonna he gonna try and he gonna succeed. And I also feel like he just might be a really good person. Like I was reading this story 
about how he let Ed Sheeran live with him for weeks when he was on the come up. That's that. That's Jamie Foxx. That's interesting. That was the good faith of Jamie Foxx that Ed Sheeran. How that even conversation even started? I want to say he went to um, a party. Maybe a, parties. No, maybe like an open mic or something. Like yeah. they met somewhere randomly, and I guess they chopped it up and. Jamie Foxx is a person of the people, especially the entertainment people. And he said, hey, I got a studio. Go work. Wow. wow. Let him stay with him for like six weeks while he created music. And I just. Oh, well, I mean. I know there's probably a lot of stories like that that we don't know. You know, even people that don't make it as far as Ed Sheeran, all the people that I imagine Jamie supported in their careers and on the come up, like. I really appreciate that, and I thought that was a really beautiful story. And Ed Sheeran is huge. I do hope that we did Jamie Foxx some justice. There's no way that we could dive deep into all of this content. I mean, the man yeah. has so many credits under his belt. We didn't even get to the things he produced in the comedy world. Like, Listen. his name is on a lot of stuff, but we and just wanted be. to... Highlight some of our faves, some of the big misses, some of the wins, some of the L's. Like, just give you all that we could. Like, I hope that we did that well. Fire. We love Jimmy Fox. Keep going. And the man is what, like 50? Like, hey, listen, he got he got plenty of time. He's got more work to do. He started young. He has a lot to do. He's gonna give us one of those. One of those long running, long, long, long careers like Stevie yeah. Wonder or Samuel L. Jackson, you know, you know, people like that. Yeah, he got it all, and we love to see it. Keep doing you, Jamie. This is your flowers. This is your flowers, or these are your flowers. You gonna say this is your flowers? Okay, these are your flowers. This is your flowers is fine. Jamie Fox, this is your flowers. Jamie Fox, these are your flowers. We love you. <laughs> all right.